game is consistency you know if you did something and you really liked it you know if you brewed a cup of coffee and it was the best thing ever why change anything yeah that's why we weigh things just to make sure we've got the same amount of coffee in there every time from humble coffee this is coffee 101 a show for the coffee curious you know who you are out there, or you wouldn't be listening to the show. We're glad that you're here, and we want to be able to answer any coffee question that you have. So, hopefully we've answered it on a previous show. If not, listen to the show today, and if we still haven't answered it, then leave us a rating and leave it in the comment section, and we will continue to get to those as Katie and I look at every rating, and we're very appreciative of them. Today on the show, I talk with Brian Hensley of Indie Coffee Roasters, and we talk about coffee's volume versus weight and why it's important. So, Katie, mm-hmm. do you think do you think coffee is like? I mean, what what do you? Do you use a scale or do you use a scoop? I just use a scale. Okay. I don't use a scoop, I don't think. Yeah. When I make mine, I just pour it from the bag. Hope for the best. Yeah. And so you know, like, for example, whatever, that it's like 17 grams or something like that. Yeah. Or 21. Uh Uh-huh. Or, you know, whatever. Um, But have you ever used a scoop, you know? Yeah. I mean, I've used a scoop before. Do you have any, any, uh, this is like. This is Pepper Katie with, with uh, you know, 10 coffee questions here. Um, oh, okay. But do you ever, uh, I mean, do you feel like there was any difference or do you feel like you had more control one way or the other? Definitely, I think, more control with the scale because, okay. like, I've learned light to dark roast. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, if you scoop out, like a tablespoon of coffee beans that are dark, mm-hmm. it's gonna weigh less than if you scooped out. Wait, would it be dark? No, 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 no. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Then if you scoop out a tablespoon of light coffee beans, I is that listen, wrong or did I miss listen, it? Listen, y'all will hear this in mess, the back. Mess it up. Y'all will hear this in the background, but I'm about to give you a high five. Yeah. Yeah. Did I get it right? You did. Yay. And that is like a complex thought that sometimes even I mess up when it comes to coffee. It's all up here. I really do think deep even if I don't seem like I do. I really do. Oh, I know you do. Um, I wouldn't have you as the co-host if you were like Wow, not. we're getting so sentimental. No. No, <laughs> we're not. We're still tough. We're oh, tough yeah. on the show. Tough we're tough on beans. you. beans. Coffee beans. <laughs> like strictly hard beans. <laughs> Only hard beans. That's right. Um, have you ever been to Indiana? No, but I want to go. My friend used to live there. Who? Jordan. She lived in Indianapolis, Indiana, I think. Okay, cool. I think she lived in Indianapolis. Well, so today I talked to um, Brian Hensley with Indy Coffee Roasters, and they're in West Lafayette, Indiana, and Carmel, Indiana. Um, and, you know, I met Brian... Uh, we did some coffee competition stuff together. Brian. 
and he just he just came out of the gate like guns slinging when it comes to like coffee roasting skills that sounds like a very high compliment yeah yeah no seriously it is because like slinging guns slinging because i you know i've been doing like competition coffee roasting for i don't know three or four years and I've put a lot of study into it as far as like um, not only, you know, what it takes to have a good competition level roast, but also, um, you know, what it takes to, to, what are the judges looking for and all that kind of stuff. Well, Brian, this was his, I I was actually in prelims and in quarterfinals with him. Um, He came like right out of the gates and was um had some really good like really really good coffee roasts yeah so like he knows i don't know he knows he knows what he's doing and so so kudos to him and uh you know we need to in the coffee industry and hopefully through coffee 101 want to continue to promote people out there in the coffee industry who are doing really good things and they're very approachable and they're very what we would call humble. Oh, wow. Southern colloquialism for humble. Mm, Southern colloquialism. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Yep. All right, well, listen, let's get on with our talk with Brian Hensley of Indie Coffee Roasters. Brian, good to have you on the show today. Hey, thanks for having me here. You know, um, first, let's talk about like, like where where are you right now? Hmm. Right now, well, where am I actually? Literally, sitting? physically, where yeah. are you sitting? Because like your yeah. background looks different than mine. Yes, I am in our green room. Um, just a small room that's like temperature controlled, where all of our green unroasted coffee. Is kept. So I've got some big, I mean, what you're seeing are the big pallet racks behind me that big pallets of coffee is stored on before I take it over there and roast it. So yeah, that's where I am. And Brian is a roaster um, that I know with Indie Coffee Roasters in Indiana. They have a couple of locations and um, roasters tend to be kind of not the um attention grabbers in coffee um they tend to be kind of the grunts in the background and so yeah um he has the you know raw green coffee bags in the background and he told me before (laughs) we started that his coffee and his computer are sitting on buckets of green (laughs) coffee and that's just how it is yeah, that's what you do when the conference room is being used. So <laughs> that's right. You sit on some buckets, and yeah, here we are. And that's that. Well, today on Coffee 101, I wanted to talk about coffee volume versus weight. Um, and, you know, the, the most obvious answer to, you know, which is better or which would we prefer is we're going to say weight. But what you and I can do, I think, is really just kind of go through for our one on ers out there, like, 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 what is the difference and why is it important and what can you do kind of in a pinch to kind of still make a, a good cup of coffee? Um, so any, any like initial thoughts? Yeah. I mean, really the, 
the name of the game is consistency, you know? And if you did something and you really liked it, you know, if you brewed a cup of coffee and it was the best thing ever, why change anything? Yeah. Um, Yeah. That's why we weigh things just to make sure we've got the same amount of coffee in there every time. Um, You know, I was like just talking to our baker uh, the other day. I mean, that's, that's why bakers weigh things um, just because they're scooping all, you know, different types of flowers that, you know, fit differently in their scoops or whatever, you know, anything they would use. Um, so they don't do that. They're weighing things, um, just to be consistent. Yeah. And even like, let's say you are using volume or a scoop, um, and you have that great cup of coffee, you can have that, I would say, and keep it consistent for that Mm. bag of coffee. But even if you go back to, um, the store, um, or you get it through the mail, another bag of that same coffee. Now, it's it's probably going to be from a different batch as far as uh, roasting itself. And even if the roaster mm. stays on what we would call um, a profile, that, that water loss during the roasting may be a little different. That may be um, a different bag of beans or a different lot of beans, and so the density may be different. And so even 12-ounce mm. even coffee bag to bag in your kitchen may be different. So I think that's yeah. something to keep in mind. Yeah, absolutely. What, yeah. uh, so like, you know, let me just make, let me just define a couple of things, um, for us here. So, and a lot of this has to do with trying to think about volume, um, and how you can make sense of it. Uh, if you don't have a kitchen scale. So a standard coffee scoop, like a flat coffee scoop, is is about two tablespoons of ground coffee. And that weighs about 10 to 14 grams. And you think that's a, that's a big gap. Yeah. Um, you know, and I've even seen uh, some weigh as much as closer to 16 grams. Um, so... That's a massive gap when you're looking at using volume. Um, One really important thing to think about is for me and Brian, as we are roasting, the darker you roast, the more water loss you're going to have. So the lighter the bean itself is going to be. So when and I'm, lighter, not in roast degree, but just correct. Wait, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, so, like when it, when we say ten to fourteen grams in that two flat tablespoons of ground coffee, that ten grams is going to be more on the darker roasted side, and the fourteen grams might be on the lighter roasted side. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you can fit so much more of a denser, more lightly roasted coffee in that little scoop. Yep. Yep. And another thing to think about is when you're looking at, say, your brewer, um, let's say you just have like a, like a, you know, Mr. Coffee or an SCA certified brewer or whatever, something where you put it in and it makes a quote pot of coffee. Hmm. The cups on that pot, or like a coffee, a cup of coffee is considered six ounces. Um, so when it says that it makes like six cups or eight cups or ten cups, that's in, you know, six ounce increments. 
Yeah. And, um, you know, the, um, if you do the actual math on that, that six ounces of waterways, and this is starting to get, you know, a little math, whatever, but it weighs about 177 grams. So in other words, an ounce of water is about 29 and a half grams. So, Brian, are you ready? I'm going to run us through a couple of examples. Yeah, I'm ready for the math. Okay. So, pay attention if you don't have a scale and you just have a scoop. So, let's say that you have a light roast. And we said, for a light roast, we'll say one coffee scoop weighs 14 grams. And one cup of coffee is six ounces. So, that brew ratio may be a little strong um so that would be a one to about 12.7 so that means about one part coffee to about 12.7 parts water that's that's very strong you know right right and so we usually like for it to be somewhere between 15 and 17 where where do you usually like your brew ratio to be for your yeah i I'm a fan of 15 often. You okay. know, I like a bit of the more like syrupy, fuller, uh, and a stronger extraction. Yep. Um, but there are just some coffees that are really nice towards one to 17. Depends. I mean, a lot of like Ethiopia's uh-huh. I'll maybe brew one to 17. Yeah. So I, I like more probably one to 16 if it's a cup of drip coffee, but I will yeah. do, I, I will go down to a one to 15 ratio um, especially if I'm trying to really, um, flesh out some of, you know, the, you know, flavor attributes, you know, just cause they, they tend to be a little more accentuated, the more yeah. concentrated you get. Makes sense. When we, uh, first opened like our first cafe, I remember, um, our initial recipe, you know, we kind of just threw it in there with like some more even numbers. I think we wanted, I don't know, let's just say we wanted 300 grams in that, you know, pot or whatever, right. cause we like that nice round, you know, multiple of hundreds and we were brewing it and we started serving it for the first little while just because of that number. Um, and we actually calculated that ratio and it was like one to 12. And we were thinking like, Oh, that makes sense. This coffee's tasting like really thick and it's not just strong in a good way. You know, if you like a big, you know, strong cup of coffee, yeah. it's not really that type of strength. It just tastes like, um, I don't know. It tastes like both very concentrated, but also like you could have actually gotten more like good, good flavor out of it because you just didn't use enough water. That's true. So it's it's like strong and bad. And yeah. Anyway, we switched to like a one to 15 ratio in our shops. And I mean, it just tastes much more complete and balanced and a lot yeah. more flavorful. And it's really good. Right. So yeah. That, that brew ratio, it may not sound like a big deal, but it, it makes a difference. When we come back in just a moment, Brian and I will continue our talk on volume versus weight with coffee. This is Coffee 101, and I'm Kenneth Thomas, and the show is brought to you by Humble Coffee. Okay, let's say that you are a coffee shop out there, especially if you're just starting up, and you need to train your employees. Now, there's the actual boots on the ground of how to make cortados and how to smile at the customers and how to you know get all the dishes clean by the department of health and all that kind of fancy stuff but when it comes to your employees coffee knowledge send them to coffee 101 
It's free, and it's chronological. They can start at the beginning of Season 1 and just work their way through Coffee's journey from seed to shelf and now through Season 2 as we're going from shelf to sip. They need to know about coffee. It's going to make your job easier, and it will delight your customers because the baristas will be able to answer their questions, and they'll answer them with an excitement because they are going to love coffee as much as I love it, as much as Katie loves it, and as much as our one-on-oneers out there love it. Now let's get back to our talk with Brian Hensley of Indy Coffee Roasters. So what we're talking about in this example is if you have that light roast and we're assuming that it's 14 grams ground in a flat, quote, coffee scoop, and we're trying to um, compare that to a, quote, cup of coffee, which would be six ounces. And basically what we're saying is because it's light, light roasted, it's going to be heavier and so that brew ratio is stronger. So so, so here's kind of the punchline for it. So about 11 grams per six ounces is about a 1 to 16, um, you know, ratio. You could go up just a smidge if you were looking for that 1 to 15 like Brian's talking about or down. Um, and so if you – what you'd want to do with that coffee – will say is again if you're doing it flat you know scoop per cup and it's a light roast maybe fill it about 80 percent full mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah. yeah absolutely and you know even with that a lot of scoops i've noticed they're not like the like a cylinder you know straight down they may mm-hmm. they may fan out so so 80 percent up on Filling it might not be 80% because it kind of fans out. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And when you're not weighing things, you know, if you want just the convenience of not weighing them, um, I mean, the best way to still get a good cup of coffee is to be consistent with what you do, you know? So if you're filling it to that point, you know, use that same scoop every time and just keep that, you know, in the bag. Don't use it for anything else. Don't misplace it. Uh, But just, you know, if you like the cup of coffee that you made that morning, um, you know, even though you can't weigh it out, just fill it to that exact same spot every time and yeah, it'll be helpful. Yeah. Cause ultimately, um, and we would say this period, uh, we, you and I both say this is, you know, if you like that cup of coffee, then thumbs up, you know, we don't care yeah. past that point. Yeah. Um, yeah. so if you take, we talked about a light roast example, if you have that scoop and you're looking at a dark roast, I'll just go ahead and jump through the math and tell you that a we'll say assuming that it's a, a scoop flat scoop of ground weighs about ten grams that that ratio if you were to do one scoop to one cup would be about one to seventeen point seven so Brian and I would say that's a little weak yeah. so so you may ultimately if it's a dark roast want to have not just a not a heaping um, scoop, but maybe just a rounded scoop. Just yeah, a, a slight bit. heap. A slight heap, yeah, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And brew ratios are much easier. Yeah. And having a scale. And again, a lot of the, I mean, I think what you just said is really important of if you get a good cup, good cup of coffee, 
thumbs up, you know, a lot of the brew ratio conversation or all the numbers that we give, um, you know, it's just interesting and fun for nerds like us, Yeah. but you know, if you find a way that gets there and if that, you know, you know how much you slightly heap that cup of coffee, keep doing it. Right. Here's another interesting thing that I think is like super important um, because this and people could go back and listen to our episodes on coffee myths, but caffeine content. Um, so basically, as we roast, the caffeine content in, like, say, one bean remains relatively stable in the roasting yeah. process. And so, a lot of people will tell you otherwise, but it, it really does. Yeah, it stays relatively yeah. stable. It technically might change a little bit, but it's but it, it is not enough to be what I would call mm. significantly impactful on your you know yeah. caffeine intake. It it changes from like one point three percent of you know that bean's structure, that cell structure or whatever, yeah. you know, the content of that bean. It changes from like one point three percent to one point two. I actually just looked it up. That that number may be not exact, but it's like point one yeah. percent of the bean. So let's call that nothing, basically. Yeah. And so like I'm gonna I'm actually let me see if I can figure this out. Um so on a hundred grams, and I could be doing this math wrong, but just off the top of my head, on a hundred if it's a hundred grams of caffeine, milligrams, I'm sorry, grams would be a lot. 100 milligrams of caffeine that you're taking in, um, you're looking at it being off by like one. So a difference in like 99 and one, yeah. if I did that math yeah. right. Yes, yeah. But even if I That's did like it wrong. bean to bean. Yeah, bean to bean. So even if I did it wrong, well, and even what I'm talking about is like in a cup, which would be multiple beans. And so mm-hmm. like um, even if I did that wrong, what we're still saying is like it's it's insignificant as far as the change in caffeine. So here's the cool part. So if we're saying that the caffeine doesn't change, but we know the weight changes, Hmm. then you're going to have a difference when you're looking at using a scoop. Well, hold on, let me think about this. So if you're using a scoop, which would be volume, you're going to get the same amount of caffeine if you used like flat scoop to flat scoop, light yeah. or dark. Like if you You're said using less like weight or yeah, weight or mass of the dark roast coffee. Right. Because you're measuring by volume, but the weight is different. Yes. Yes. But if you're measuring by weight, if you're weighing it and then you're using a brew ratio, then, and you'll have to follow me and Brian here, 101ers, there will be more caffeine in a dark roast because you are using more overall beans. Hmm. Or another way to say it is there's more volume, but the caffeine content has remained the same per volume, if that makes sense. Since each bean weighs less, you're using more beans. Correct. And if there's the same amount of caffeine from one bean to another, you know, from a light roast bean to a dark roast bean, you're using more dark roast beans. So there's more caffeine. Right. Right. So yeah. that's that's one of those age old questions is which has, you know, mm. more caffeine. And so part yeah. of it depends on if you're using a scoop or if you're using yeah. a scale. It's how you brew it. Yeah. Yep. And so at the end of the day, you know, we would say, you know, we would recommend using a scale and they're, they're mm-hmm. pretty cheap. Um, 
And in a tight, you can use the insight from what we've talked about on today's show um, to make a coffee scoop work Yeah, for that perfect cup. Absolutely. I mean, if you're at the end of the day, you're still going to get solid coffee. If you're out camping or you're at a hotel or something and you just got to scoop some coffee, it's not the end of the world. You know, don't feel bad about it. Go yep. scoop it out and have a great cup of coffee. And and really, I think I do want to say that the biggest thing when brewing a cup of coffee, you know, the thing that matters the most is the coffee you're using itself. Are you using a quality bean? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, having the consistency of a scale uh, to repeat your good recipe is what takes that cup of coffee that much further. But if you've just got a scoop or, you know, with whatever brewing equipment you have, just a good bean is going to do you, do you a lot of good. Yep. And we've, it's been several episodes back, but we have talked about before ballpark that as far as the actual final taste in the cup, about 50% of that comes from the uh, farm itself, maybe 30% from the roast and 20% from the brewing. And when we're talking about this specific aspect, we're talking about how brewing impacts. And so where, yeah. where Brian is pointing out is that, and I've seen this, is even as a roaster is like if you start off with a really really good bean then sometimes it's it's really hard to mess that up yeah i I, and i've messed up some some good beans (laughs) you know once or twice and i just thought it was going to be trash you know i'm looking at my roast profile and pointing out to someone else and we're just so sad that it's going to taste terrible um sometimes you know you grind that coffee up and brew it and it still tastes great obviously yeah. it would taste better if i you know did a little better with that roast but but it yeah. still shines better than a lot of other coffees and so like absolutely you know i've seen especially if you used um something that is naturally or natural processed which we also call dry processed or anaerobically processed uh it's hard i think to mess up that sweetness Yes. It just has so much flavor. If you misbrew it, you know, a little bit here or there, it's still going to, you know, just blow up in your face with sweetness and fruit and everything. Well, speaking of awesome roasting skills, tell me about indie coffee roasters. Oh man. Well, um, and I know you're not going to tout yourself, but you're a fantastic roaster. Well, thank you. As are you, you know, Honestly, it was really fun to compete with you last weekend. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Indie Coffee Roasters, I, I have worked there for almost five years and I, I love where I work and I, I'm really proud of what we do. Um, yeah. We've had our like first cafe for like five years now, actually just yeah. celebrated our anniversary um, back, you know, just this past month in January. Um, been roasting, you know, since a little bit before then as well. Um, but yeah, we, we just try to source unique coffees um, and you have a little bit of something for everyone. Um, You know, we've got, we're launching some new blends here next month that are just very, very balanced, very, you know, pleasing to everyone um, and just very consistent flavor. Um, I'm really excited about those, Uh, but we've also got, you know, some, some really wild coffees that we feature on our pour over menu uh, in the shops, but are also available everywhere. Um, you know, we've got some of those anaerobic processes, um, that you were mentioning, um, cause personally I'm a sucker for them. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Me too. I think for me, the, 
Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, the most exciting part of what, you know, I get to do and what we do personally is just looking for those kind of mind blowing coffees and those, Mm -hmm. those coffees that break expectations. Um, And I think I'm really proud that we offer some unique variations of different origins. Yeah. And so um, if anybody wants to check it out, we'll put a link in the show notes, Indie Coffee Roasters, uh, and uh, you can get some coffee that uh, uh, Brian likely has um, roasted, and they mm-hmm. do a good job and have a couple of locations, one in, one in West Lafayette, Indiana, and one in, would you, is it Carmel? Is that how you say it? Yeah, Carmel. Carmel, yeah. okay. Oddly enough, there's no A in between the R and the M, so it's Carmel, Carmel. not Caramel. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah. Carmel, uh, Indiana, which is really just kind of outskirts of Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah, about like 35 minutes away, 30 minutes. Cool. And yeah. I noticed on the website y'all have subscriptions too. If somebody finds mm-hmm. a uh, a coffee that they really enjoy, um, and it looks like they can they can get that, and that'll be that. Yeah. Got a nice rotation where you can try a bit of everything. Well, cool. Well, listen, it was a pleasure having you on today, talking about yeah. coffee volume versus weights. Yeah, thank you, Kenneth. It was it was really fun. All right. So, did he convince you? I mean, I know you said you already use a scale, but are you like hundred percent scale? Yeah. Okay. Fozo. Faux show. Oh, faux show. Oh, faux show. So, you know, one thing that's good, I think, about us working through this episode, because not everybody's going to have a scale, um, but they are easy to get. Um, you can get them on Amazon. Um, I recommend. Um, Amazon. There's one by Hario, and I think Bonavita makes sixty. No. Oh. But, yes, the same company. Um and uh, there's some more expensive ones like uh, Akaya and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And um, But, you know, one good thing about talking through this on this show is, like, some people aren't going to have those scales at home. That's true. But we, we work through, like, literally, okay, ballpark, this is how much, as far as, like, a scoop of whole bean coffee or ground coffee would probably equal that correct ratio that we would prefer of coffee to water. So I think that's good because that's, that's, that's really what we want is we want no matter where anybody is in Uh the process, like we want them to feel like they can make a really good cup of coffee. Correct. Yep. Anything else you can think of? Nope. No? Uh Uh-uh. Okay. The only All thing right. I can think of that's completely unrelated is how I do not have a southern accent at all. Or you have like a little southern accent. I mean, accent. if I get really excited and I'm in a really good mood and I'm with people I don't really know very well, yes. Well, I'll tell you, and I'll tell the one owners out there, secret is you spent most of your growing up in Virginia. Not really. Well, I mean. Five years. Well. First five years of my life. I guess I learned how to talk down there in Virginia. Yeah. And it's a little more neutral. It's not yeah. necessarily as southern. It's not as northern. It's is. not southern. You know what I we ought to do? Australian. You know what we ought to do sometime? Listen what? to me. We ought to. Uh, this is what. Okay. 
I want to get somebody from the UK on uh-huh. here to interview. Uh-huh. And I think we should spend part of the interview with me talking. <laughs> no, with, that was with really me, bad. With me talking in a British accent. It has and to them, be. I know, but it would be terrible. softer than that. It would be terrible. And them and, trying to talk, and them in, trying to talk no, in a southern accent. Oh, my gosh. Like them, them saying, like, y'all. 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 Say y'all. y'all. You know, southern drawl. Yeah. If you need to do anything, we're going to do that. Okay. We're going to do that on a show. The funniest videos ever to watch are British people, like genuinely British people in the UK trying to talk in an American accent. (laughs) Like, like, oh, it's not that hard. You just talk normal. No. They literally all go like this. I want to do that. They all go, yeah, um, I would really like the cheeseburger and I would like to get a side of fries with that. Or they'll be like really Southern and they'll be like, yeah, I, I want to get a cheeseburger, and I'm like, we don't all talk like that. So I think we're gonna normal. we're gonna do it. So if if uh, if you're you're in the coffee industry in some way, shape, or form in the UK, yeah, and you think you have something that could add to uh, Coffee 101, uh, just Please hit us up out. in the also, ratings or yeah. DM us um, on Instagram, probably on Instagram, email, and. Uh, I think I think that would make for some entertainment. Yeah, I also love Jamaican accents. All right, and listen, Australian hold on. accents. Hold but, on, I say some one thing about Australian <laughs> okay. accents. Say that, then we gotta go. Okay, so growing up, or not growing up, but like H two O, best show ever. Please go watch it. But the whole time they have like these really, really, really Australian accents, and the girls in it are named Emma, Ricky, and Cleo. Uh-huh. But like they get universally made fun of because in this show it's like Ricky. Ima and Cleo, and I cannot, whenever something goes wrong, I don't say, oh, no. I always say, oh, no, (laughs) because I just, it's a habit at this point. If I, like, drop something, like, oh, no, and then I'm like, oh, I'm in amongst other people. I don't need to do that. Yep. Anyways. Like shrimp on the bobby. Bobby. All right, we have had enough, and I know y'all have. Thank you for listening. Go tell a friend that they need to to listen to Coffee 101, not for our terrible, you know, foreign accents, but for the actual coffee content. And give us a rating if you haven't, and it even, you know, makes us, you know, feel better. Not that you have to make us feel better, but it makes us feel better to... Like actually read a rating. It's it's actually really fun for us. So anyway, do that stuff, and we will see you next time on Coffee One Hundred One. Bye. <laughs> Farewell.